Welcome to Essie's Hour of Love. This is a podcast where we interview a different guest every two weeks about their personal experience with love. And we're up to episode 35 and our special guest today is Rex. Rex and I have a mutual friend and this mutual friend has been telling me to have Rex on the show for about six months now and gave me little snippets that he's around 24 years old. He's in a long distance relationship with a girl that is from a different culture, I guess, or to him, a different, you know, fa- the families are from different countries. And um, just the way my friend always spoke about Rex was just with such care and compassion uh, that always intrigued me so I was really interested to meet this guy and he was adorable and I I think it's really important on this podcast to have different guests of all different ages and there's something so beautiful about the older guests that we've had that just offer us this wisdom that I think we're really craving and then the younger guests just they're their innocence and their real desire to make relationships work and to figure out how they're supposed to love and um, and what what does love mean to them. I think it's really important to have such a range because it's so different for everyone and I think we need the wisdom and then sometimes I think we need the innocence as well. So I really hope you enjoy. What are your different, like, would you say mm. races or cultures or uh, countries or? Like? Um, so Cherish and I um, have been together almost three years now. Um, it's funny, actually, this is um, right now the week after Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. And the first weekend we actually hung out together was MLK weekend like three years ago. And so we were hanging out this past weekend, just kind of reminiscing and stuff. And um, <clears throat> looking back, it's, um, it's weird um, how much time flies. You know, being 23 years old and, like, having met this person three years ago, this is a good percentage of my life now that I've been with her. But um, our cultural and racial different backgrounds, whatever, I'm African-American, Nigerian descent. My parents are from Nigeria. I'm first-generation American. And she's Chinese descent, but she's from Singapore. So um, it's more of a, I can't say it's entirely westernized, but it's definitely a more modernized Chinese culture, I'd say, that she, um, that she experiences, lives identifies with mm-hmm. but do you did you guys were you both born over here no so Cherish was born in Singapore and I was born here in the states yeah um born in Portland Oregon born and raised and then I moved out here it's gonna be two years this June um so yeah and where like I mean that's I would presume very different cultural ways of being like brought up I'd, I'd say that um that like our cultural differences are like a thing you know, but at the same time, I think being um, foreign and from like um, cultures that are very, um, they place a lot of value on family and things like that. Um, we actually share a lot more than we. Um, that you have differences. Than we, than we have differences in. Um, like I said, family's a big thing. Faith is also a big thing in both of our families. Um, she's more um, on that side than I am. You know, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm still kind of growing and figuring things out in that sense. Um, what else? Food, of course. You know, our foods are very different, but food is, um, holds very high value in us. Um, what, is it the faiths the same? What, what yeah, is, yeah, so yeah. Um, my family is like Catholic, um, Christian, whatever, so have you. Um, specifically Catholic, like I was raised Catholic. Yeah, went me to, too. Went to Catholic, like grade school and high school, um, but her family is Christian. Um, I'd say, I think they're um, Baptist. Yeah. Right, and then my mom was raised Christian, uh, I mean, evangelical, but like 
in my opinion, like it's all pretty much the same. You know, like it's, we're all worshiping the same dude. We we read the same book. book yeah. We just have like different iterations of how we express ourselves in the faith. Um, I always found that because I went to and I was raised Catholic, but then I went to an Anglican high school, uh-huh. and the Anglican high school is just so much more chill than yeah. the Catholic. Really, like, I wonder. I I couldn't I couldn't tell you whether or not it's the same here in the states. I feel like my Catholic high school is very chill. Um, we had like. I mean, okay, I don't know if chill is the right word when I'm about to follow it up with what I'm about to say, but um, <laughs> it was, like, normal in that, like, kids got pregnant and, like, kids were getting in trouble with drugs and stuff and, like, some kids got arrested. Like, it was just, like, a normal, normal high, school, high school, you know, yeah. but um, it just happened to be private and, like, a pretty good education. See, um, I'm all meant, like, we had to go to chapel once a week yeah, and yeah. we could play whatever, like, type of music we wanted in Ooh. chapel. Where, like, the that's Catholic chill. school would, like, no way would they yeah, let yeah, us that's play that, silver that, chair. Yeah, that, that would never happen. <laughs> I, don't think we could, I don't think we could end up playing, like, Young Thug or Kanye yeah. or something. <laughs> or, like, even, like, Pearl Jam or Nirvana in church, like, no. Or, like, in whatever worship in time. Sacred yeah, space. In sacred space. Yeah. It's, like, straight church music. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, w- what was, what appealed to you about her when you first met? We started hanging out. Oh, man, let's see. It's it, she's obviously like a beautiful person. I mean, like, I think the way people are attracted to each other obviously is like visual at first, right? So, like, have to say, she's a beautiful person. Um, we had a class together, um, the college we went to three quarters, um, fall, winter, and summer, spring semesters or whatever. So, um, our winter term of junior year, we had this advertising like class together, it was like one of the first ones we had. And um, essentially, like, what happens is you get into groups of three and um, you work on the project together for, like, the majority of the term and, like, turn it in at the end. It's, like, a big idea project. Um, we just so happened to be in the same group. Um, and the first time we met up as a group, my our, our, our teammate, Jose, um, unfortunately, like, a family member of his got sick and passed. Um, so he had to go back home that weekend. And Cherish and I were like, you know, like, we should still, like, meet up and, like, get the ball rolling and start thinking of ideas. Um, so but we, you're intrigued by now, though, right? Oh, of course, of yeah. course, yeah. Like, um, um, we had met, honestly, like, the weekend before at a party. Um, like, it was, like, one of the first parties of um, the term, um, just coincidentally, at, like, a homie of mine's party. And she, like, ran into me in the basement and, like, said, you're Rex, right? And I'm like, I don't know, what? Like, I'm a little hard of hearing sometimes. And she just kept on shouting over and over again. And I'm like, yeah, like, what's your name? She's like, I'm Cherish. And she's like, I've seen you on the advertising school. I'm like, word, like, it's nice to meet you. And it was like a ship's passing in the night kind of thing. Like, nothing ever really came of it. Um, and then, like, the, the following week, we were supposed to find groups. And I'm like, you know what, like, this girl, I know she, like, I've heard that she works pretty hard. And, like, we need, like, another perspective in our group. Like, we can't just be, like, two, three guys. Like, because we could have easily gotten one of my homies to work with us. Um, so, like, we invited her to be part of the group. We start chatting at this, like, brainstorm session that we have without our third group member. And honestly, like, it was just, like, the conversation flew so easily. Um, we ended up spending a couple hours in the school and, like, not even talking about work. And um, I don't know if I'd say, like, I fell in love or whatever, but, like, I definitely, like, was like, yo, this chick is pretty chill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had a lot in common. Music is a really big thing for me. So, like, the ability to just, like, converse over different artists and, like, styles um, and, like, what we're enjoying at the moment or what we used to listen to as kids, which was also, like, a really cool thing, um, just, like, made it feel nice, you know? Um, and then finding out that she was from Singapore, I was like, whoa, you know, it's just international, like, <laughs> um, like, damn, um, like, if it ain't foreign, it's boring, right? Like, that's what people say. Um, so... I have never heard that, right? but that, that works <laughs> in my foreign, favor. Boring, right? <laughs> I feel the same way. So, um... Yeah, we just, like, really, really enjoyed each other's company. And um, because we didn't really get too much work done, um, I don't really... Like, the story differs from both perspectives. She'll say, like, I um, said we should hang out later this weekend and try and work some more. And I'll say that she said it. Um, But I do remember, like, in the moment that we were, um, like, closing that, like, brainstorm session, (laughs) um, it was a little awkward uh, in, like, saying bye, you know? Because I think, like, definitely she could tell, like, I was attracted to her. And I think I can tell she's attracted to me. Um, <laughs> and we, so I rode my bike everywhere in college, and she had a bike too. And so I go to my bike, I know exactly where it is, and like we're just talking for a second. She's like, I'm like, okay, have a good night. It was like a Friday too. I'm like, have a good night. Um, she's like, have a good night. And she's like, starts walking to her bike. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm doing my shit. 
as she's like walking, like looking for her stuff, she like walks this way and she walks this way and she walks this way. <laughs> and I'm like, are you all right? She's like, I don't know where my bike is. is. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. That's funny. Um, it's funny those little yeah. like awkward right. moments. Yeah, like yeah. That. It's super endearing. Um, Cause like, also like I wasn't. Only like, when you like someone, right. by the way, it's it, super, it, it endearing. Was super endearing. Yeah, like I wasn't intimidated by her, but I was like um awestruck like yeah. i was like i was like damn like it's like a I vulnerability that mm, comes yeah, inside of like, you right it's like um giddiness you know yeah. like butterflies even like i hadn't talked to a girl that like i was that interested in or like felt that type of connection with in a while and i think also at the time like i might have been kind of searching for a relationship you know like i was i was feeling like i don't want to be like just hooking up with random girls like i hadn't been for a while like i just kind of like want to like be serious with someone you know um and she just happened to fall in my lap. Yeah. So, because, you know, three years is a long time. Mm-hmm. And there's, the start is always pretty darn good, right? Yeah, I'd say the first couple of and months. And is this, really like, good. your first, like, like three-year relationship? I mean, it can't... This is, this is yeah, the Unless with, high school, yeah. No, so this is the longest relationship I've been in. I've been dating, like let's see since maybe like my freshman year of high school like you know like you have those early relationships or whatever um wouldn't last more than a couple months uh you know um but I dated a girl my senior year of high school for I'd say like about nine months almost a year often often on like towards the end and then um throughout school it'd be just like flings right until I met Cherish so because what have you been the most surprised about that has been that has like elements that have come from having a relationship that you just didn't really ever think that that element would be so hard or challenging. Oh man, I feel because like because we romanticize yeah, it so much, uh, right? Like, doesn't yeah. it just kind of work? Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I'm like just such a straightforward, simple person, and uh, the dynamic of having another person to think about in your life and like make sure they're good and like you share everything with them, like emotionally spiritually physically like um getting on the same page with shit isn't as simple as you might think it might be right like um something as simple as like i'm a social person and she's more um, of an introvert and like that's a good thing and a bad thing for both of us so like i i I love spending time with my friends and like being in a long distance relationship um i can't necessarily show her um the type of affection that she needs to feel important through digital communication be it texting facetime call whatever like I can, but like it's sometimes not enough. In that, like if I'm if I'm not actively like. So where is she? She's in Portland, Portland, Oregon. So she's uh, in my hometown, right? So yeah, let me let me double back real quick. Um, college together, yeah. Eugene, Oregon, University of Oregon, go Ducks. Um, graduated. I got an internship out here in New York, and like New York's always been my dream. But she got an internship. Um, in Portland at like one of the best advertising agencies in the world actually Wine and Kennedy the best advertising agency (laughs) in the world shout out WK Portland Um, she got a she got an internship there and uh, obviously like I wasn't going to say like no no. and like her being international having to like get a visa eventually like you want to go to a company that can potentially pay for it for you right yeah um so yeah, she uh, she was there, and I'm like honestly like that's not the worst thing in the world because she had gotten an internship at first in Los Angeles, and like that would have been extra tough. But like because it's in Portland, I have my family there. You know, yeah, I have like two reasons to go back. You know, yeah. So, so can, it's like, not like she's gone. You've both gone to new cities, uh-huh. and yeah, you're more likely to go back to Portland uh, more anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it makes it a lot more easy. Um, and then like we have like friends in Portland, and obviously like my family's there too. But uh, also like it's such an interesting moment because you you've just studied what for four years mm-hmm. and the whole point really is to get a good job Indeed, yeah. um but then like love comes in or relationships mm-hmm. come in you're like okay that's very important too but i'm not planning on marriage right this second i'm not mm-hmm. having a bubba like yeah. <laughs> it's weird though because in some ways the career thing mm-hmm. like if you were very sensible about it does trump yeah yeah, no, actually, it's funny you ask this because, or say this because, like, last weekend um, we had a conversation around this as well. Like, um, in school, like, when I first started dating her, I was like, yo, like, you need to know this. Like, I'm interested in you and everything, but, like, what's most important to me right now is, like, my academics. And, like, that's going to come before everything. Like, I, my goal is, like, just do well in school and, like, make sure I get the best opportunity for myself in the future. Like, 
technically, yes, you come second, but like you have to understand that there are going to be times where like, hey, like the relationship isn't important right now. I got to focus on school. Luckily for us, because we were doing the same exact thing, like we could just invest our invest in one another and push one another in school. So it was never too hard. But um, in a career sense, it's like, yo, like my career, right? Like, <laughs> like um, I'm not like you're not not important. Like we've been doing this for a minute, and obviously it's super important if like we're three thousand miles away. But like, how do you how do you um, without being cynical, how do you like express the value of your own personal growth in a long distance relationship about like not only work but play and just like being a person and growing and stuff like like I want to like do things outside of work too and wanting to do things outside of work could cut into my time of communicating and spending time with her on the phone or something or just like you know like making sure we're still like working on one another and getting to know one another um so yeah it's hard like not having the physical space not being able to share physical space um creates like a huge and challenge it, it sort of contradicts that whole thing of like living the now mm, totally because <laughs> there is really no now it's like living for like the next time we see each other yeah right yeah but even like you if you're out at a party or whatever you're like oh mm. crap i said i would call yeah. like you're i would not that it's a like a, the, the worst thing in the world to call mm. your girlfriend but you are, I would presume you probably always have a little thing in your brain to be like, totally. I could be giving more mm-hmm. attention to yeah, yeah, something else right yeah. now. And it's hard because I am such like, I feel like as a, just being a social person, like I want to be out and I want to be spending time with my friends and stuff. And like, it's not like I don't enjoy talking on the phone with my girl. Like I love spending time with her, but at the same time, it's like, I, I, I just like find FaceTime super awkward too. I've never been a FaceTime person until we started doing long distance. I almost never FaceTime people like a Skype interview. I hate, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I just like, I don't like looking into, uh, the black mirror, so to speak. Right. Um, but yeah, it's like, uh, I always feel a little guilty um, inside. And I know she doesn't want me to feel guilty. I know she wants me to like have my own life and like respects my space and everything. But I know at the same time, she would really appreciate it if I like came home and made sure I spent some time with her, you know? So it's like a balancing act. It, also three. So you've been doing... It'll be three years officially on February 26th. But how long... So you, but you've been here for what, a year? So, so yeah, long distance uh, yeah, has wow. been... Wow, actually now... We might, uh, 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 I'm trying to think. We may have been doing long distance longer now than we have been in the same place. Right, yeah. Yeah, well, I haven't thought about that. That's crazy. I really only thought we'd be doing this shit for like a year. <laughs> Why? Because then one of you would Yeah, move. one of us would move, but then like, they were like, obviously. But like now your distance, careers are getting. Exactly, and like long distance isn't easy. Like we, we like had rough patches in our relationship, at, like when we first were doing it. Um, like there are times that we spent apart. Um, truthfully and I think that also kind of like nicked into the amount of time like whatever like separate together um, but I guess if you take away the time that like we weren't technically together like when we took a break oh uh, man I'd say it's about even now yeah yeah like it, it's about even now I think once it gets to June it'll be a longer time separate than together like sorry like different places right. in the same place um, do you have a plan? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, yes and no. Um, every day. Does it feel like you have, more do you, does it feel like you guys have to make a plan so you don't yeah, think yeah. this is going to go no, on yeah, forever? No, yeah, we, we like, it's, it's, um, it's a big subject right now for us, like trying to figure out which, which way, um, we're going to go. And that's like, not just like which way we're going to go in the relationship, like if we're going to stay together, break up, it's like which way we're going to go in the country um, and like the grand scheme of things like in the world because like she's communicated with me that she'd love to be back at home one day, you know, in the future and realistically for me like it's going to be tough for me to do that kind of thing just because like the cultural difference is that big too and like it's one thing for me to, you know, like ask her to stay here, right? Obviously she's a bit more familiar with the States um, but like this isn't home. You know, and to ask someone to like not be in the place that they're most comfortable or most happy is um a lot, and I understand a lot the of pressure on the There's relationship. Of, yeah, tons right? of pressure, and like I I like I don't want her to be in a place where she's not happy, right? Like I'd, I I only want her to be happy. Like that's the point of being with someone, right? Like you love someone, you want them to be happy, you want to be happy with them. Um, but I know it's like hard for her to find the most happiness here. 
Um, but I can see the exact same thing happening to me if I was to go to Singapore. And I think, like, <laughs> I always say this, like, where am I going to get my hair cut? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like but she's, she's, like, told me, like, she's met African-American people out there who, like, know people that cut their hair and stuff. But, um... The, it's not really the point. It's though. not no, no, no. It's like a microcosm of yeah. like all the other potential issues that You're I can gonna be experience. You know, like very different. Hundred percent. Um, yeah, yeah, and like Singapore is a diverse country. It's not like um, we're gonna be in the fucking middle of like no. Hong Kong or some shit, or like somewhere in China or like Japan. It is even, a you know? total hub. Yeah, they've they've got like diversity and stuff, but it is predominantly Asian and specifically like Chinese descent, Asian um, or Malaysian or something because it's part of Malaysia. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I need a visit before I can like rule it off completely. And like we're planning on that too. That's another big thing is for me to come up there. But it's like between all the money that we have, which isn't much, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, like it's just, it's tough. And it's like, do we save for a big trip down the road and not see each other more frequently? Or do we see each other more frequently to like maintain, you know, I don't want to say like physical intimacy, but like still like knowing that like we're there for one another and like our relationship still thing and like you are still a person because after a while like you you keep on talking to the screen and you're just like where is the person you know yeah like, uh, have you seen the movie her with um Joaquin um, Phoenix you know I haven't yeah I think I don't want to mm. I think the concept scares me a little bit it's, um, it's but, interesting as hell like I, I'd really recommend it yeah um I if know. not for the story visually riveting yeah um but yeah like I don't want my girlfriend to be just a her right i want her to be everything you know um and do you struggle not having the like human touch i mean it's tough but like <laughs> i've been doing it for a minute so like, i'm kind of used to it now <laughs> yeah 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 um but i do feel like there's definitely um pressures for both sides to like uh behave a certain way when we are in the same place and it's just like relationships are what do you mean so like relationships aren't i mean like i don't want to get too like into the into the weeds of this <laughs> but um relationships obviously like intimacy has to do with like you know you know what i'm saying yeah i know what i'm saying um i'm just not gonna say it outright because like i don't want to like, yeah 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 um yeah. give me a second i know what i'm about to say uh, so um the intimacy sides of things um be it physical emotional spiritual um when you're in the same place you're pressured to uh maybe hyper perform because you have a concentrated amount of time and that like little amount of time is like what you're going to be thinking about until the next time right so like how well did we communicate how well did we um share in like dinner space or something you know like what was our behavior like you know like um it's not necessarily walking on eggshells but it ain't walking on clouds either right like it's, it's um there's a lot of pressure and it, 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 I'm guessing you're also analyzing it every time as every well time. you're like is yeah. this worth it yeah yeah, yeah yeah like like maybe she'll like passively say something and I'll be like mother like, <laughs> in my head of course you know I'm not trying to I don't I wouldn't curse at her if I could help it um, <laughs> um so yeah it's just like you you hyper analyze everything and every moment is highly valued but like pressure pressure is yeah it's it's really pressure testing the, the the relationship but like i don't know i feel like i've been in it so long sometimes it's like oh i'm just doing it because i've been doing it but other times it's like yo like pressure like makes diamonds right like this could be something really good so i'm really hoping it's a diamond thing my um so one of my best friends married an international guy mm-hmm. and i'm um, sorry best yeah. friend from australia best friend from australia uh-huh. married a an um English guy mm-hmm. and she would take like every, they wouldn't see each other that often it would take her like a week mm-hmm. to get comfortable with him again every yeah. time yeah you no, know that's definitely a thing so like if you only have like two or three days mm-hmm. or it's a weekend yeah. like she I mean they got a lot but they're married now mm-hmm. they're having a baby like it was all it, it turned out really really well yeah. but it was always quite fast she, and mm-hmm. she would get nervous about it mm-hmm. when she was about to see him because she remembered that it took her it took a sec, even though they spoke every day on the phone yep. and stuff. And that's so, it was, and I remember her anxiety about it. It mm. was, it was tough. Yeah. Um, that's a thing. That's yeah, a thing. right? Yeah. 
I said I, I could. I won't speak to it too much, but that's definitely a thing. Yeah, for yeah. both of us, not just for for me too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the family dynamic mm-hmm. going on here. So what about Nigeria? Is that where you said you were? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. What is that on the cards of? Um, I don't intend to live there long term, in my future, at all. Really, it might be kind of hard for my parents to hear, but like I don't think they really. Where are to. they? They're in Portland okay. as well, but we go back. My dad goes back at least once a year. I've been back five or six times in my 23 years of living. I just came back this past December. Um, culturally, uh, it's very traditional, my family. And they expect traditional things out of me, right? Like, um, and what is traditional? Traditional things? traditional used to be like you're going to be a doctor. marrying a, a num- Sing- Singaporean num- yeah, Chinese that's, 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 like, like tradition. Like growing up, there's been like different stages of like um, breakout, um, for me, you know, like, um, breaking out of the mold, right? Like seeing outside of like what expected of me. Um, so kind of like baby steps, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like growing up, it was music, right? Like, um, my mom would only let me listen to Disney channel, radio, Disney, um, radio, like it's in Portland, it was AM 1640 and like an AM radio station. What the fuck? Like, (laughs) (laughs) so what I would do is like, um, sneak in jam 95.5, which was a hip hop station. Um, and then, which was like a little bit more allowed for me was, um, alternative radio station, um, which was 94, seven. So growing up alternative music was a really big thing for me. Um, and so I kind of introduced my parents, like, hey, like, I don't know, I need to listen to fucking the Kids Bob Top 100. I can, like, there's, like, a lot more music that I'm interested in outside of my life. And it has then, a lot more taste yes, to it. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Poetry. Yeah, exactly. So, like, just because it may seem a little, um, edgy, edgy, um, doesn't mean it's going to be bad for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to turn me into some monster. So, like, music was, like, the first... Did this make thing. you quite a good communicator, do you think? Because you had to... Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. My brother, I think, is even better at it. But, like, you have to, like, with my parents, to um, growing up to get anything, you kind of had to finesse it, right? You had to, like, really make a brief, like, design a strategy deck as to, like, why this is a good thing for me. You know, like, why do I deserve a cell phone? Why should I be able to go to this party tonight? Why should I um, not go to this college and go to this college? What know? were their biggest fears? What... Um, I, like, as it pertains to, like, me growing up or, like, in the love relationship No, sense. with, with you growing <laughs> up. Like, what? Um, ooh, that's much better. Um, probably just, like, becoming a statistic, you know? Um, Portland is a pretty white city, so, like, it didn't give me too much chance to, um, get in tiny gangs or anything. Not that there weren't gangs, but, like... Like, the chances were a lot less than if I was, like, living in Chicago or D.C. or something, which could have been for me, you know, or L.A. or Houston, where I've got family, you know, like, but, um, being a statistic, just, like, ending up in jail, getting some girl pregnant, um, not going to college, uh, shit like that, or, like, like I couldn't get deported because I'm an American citizen, but just, like, essentially, like, failing in life to a certain degree. Did they... I'm just so curious now because mm-hmm. it's so different to let's just say how I grew up. Yeah. I think there wasn't. We were all. I grew up literally in the whitest town I think you could ever. Mainly because the Aboriginal community um, felt that our the land that we lived on was mm. cursed. Oh, okay. In love, uh-huh. which I don't want to read into that yeah. too much. <laughs> um, but so that's why they weren't living there. Mm. Um, so just like let's just say very yeah. different ways of brought up but did because you weren't in like a like real big african-american community mm-hmm. did you find that your parents also had to like watch out for you even more because you wouldn't what am i trying to say because because there would be a different standard for you oh, to without all a doubt. your friends without a doubt um which may be not need to be spoken as much as if you were in like more of a community i feel like uh, there's so many nuances to it so it's kind of hard to pinpoint an exact like point of expression on this but um you don't want to be compared to the expectations of like a rambunctious young african-american kid you know you don't want to be the disrespectful one you don't want to be loud um and that's probably why like i'm such a quiet person um, 
you don't want to attract any negative attention to yourself. You know, you want to be the best example you can, not only for yourself, for your family, for your community, and for the infinite amount of other African-American people in the country and the world for that, um, that you represent to whatever person you're having an interaction with, you know? So, yeah, I'd say, like, there's a pressure there, too, you know, um, culture-wise to, like, represent yourself in the best ways possible. Challenging question that mm-hmm. you may not be able to answer. Me. If you grew up in a place where you didn't have to do all those things just mm-hmm. to kind of be respected and stuff, mm-hmm. do you think you would be a more loud and... Rem- do you think that mm-hmm. this has tailored so much of your personality? like, Or does it feel like, mm-hmm. no, no, this is... This still um, is me. I just found my way of doing it. Man, I don't know. I feel like it's impossible for me to truly Answer say. That? Yeah. I think the only way I could like uh, to rephrase the question is be like, if you were white, would it be different, right? You think? Yeah. Well, maybe no. Or is it I guess so. I guess you could word uh-huh. it like that, but not more. I'm more meaning if, if you I didn't live... have the responsibility, or if I lived like in a community of like like-minded uh, people. Yeah, that uh-huh. you weren't watched or seen yeah. as differently and I guess that would mean if you were white but uh-huh. only in a white society right, right. area so let's like, so like just say like I lived in um, a, a community where there's much more black people yeah. anywhere in the United States um, the question is would I feel like, more I guess because you, you, you it was more prompted mm-hmm. by when you said that's why I probably am quite quiet yeah, and uh-huh. that's why I'm probably da 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 so if you didn't have those that's why. Uh-huh. Oh, that that thing yeah. that prompted you to be a bit more quiet mm-hmm. or a bit more respectful or mm-hmm. a bit more this because you kind of had to yeah. to get to where you needed to go. Mm-hmm. If that pressure was taken away, do you think, like, I'm, I don't know, like, it, do you think you'd be much, not as quiet and not as... Would I be a different person? More than likely, yes. Yeah. Um, fa- I mean, I guess yeah. anyone can say this about anything in uh-huh. life, though. Yeah. Like, if my parents didn't get divorced, mm-hmm. I probably would be a different person. Indeed. Like, you could... Yeah, yeah like... My dad's a very um, commanding person. He's um, always demands respect. Um, love him. You know, like, we've gone through a lot with one another, and, like, I think our relationship has really grown in the past, like, five years, six years. Um, but, you know, like, we have the kind of relationship where, like, when I answer him, it's yes, sir, kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? Wow. And, like, I've gotten used to that, and so it's, like, not weird to me. And, like, I plan on making my kids say the same shit, but, like, I think we'll have a much more candid relationship than that of my, my relationship with so my father. So why, why, why do you think you get your kids to say yes sir. um what i appreciate about it is the level of respect it commands um i like always want my children to know that like i'm their father first right and i think because i was so i don't want to say oppressed but i'm gonna say oppressed as a kid um i'm gonna be a lot more chill as a dad when i'm older and like granted like i'll still be strict to a certain degree i'm not gonna let my kids like run out in the middle of the night and do whatever the heck no. but um i think i'll understand the dynamics of their life a little bit more than my dad understood mine just because like my dad grew up in a completely different society and had a lot of different rules growing up did he grow up in Nigeria Nigeria. yeah yeah. because also there's that concept of when you how why did he come to what happened to come to the States um essentially like education and to make more money for his family to go to like send back so like which he's accomplished like he has a master's degree and I feel kind of guilty about that I feel like I should go back to school I only have my bachelor's hang on you're 23 Three. yeah, yeah, yeah just chill out yeah I know <laughs> but like I don't know I feel like I'm just not gonna do it if I don't go back but anyway I digress um his responsibilities growing up were a lot different than mine so um it's made him more of a hard ass so to speak um and he's gotten a little softer over the years but I, I plan on being a lot more um I'm just going to say soft with my kids, yeah. um, in a sense, just like more relation, more like a stronger relationship with them personally um, than that of my own with my dad. But um, again, like the yes sir thing will be like, yo, like I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> no, no Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am your father. And like at the end of the day, like if I have something to say, you know, like it's probably worth your while to listen, which is like how I feel about my dad, you know, like he is my dad and maybe he grew up in a different place but at the end of the day like if he has something to say it's probably you know worth my while to listen and what about your mom my mom is, is like an amazing woman i have a much better relationship <laughs> with my mother than i do my father but i think i talk to my dad more often than i do my mom which is oh weird. that's interesting yeah like on the phone at least what do you um, talk like what's your my dad's like always i don't know he's actually like really more of a teddy bear than he yeah. makes himself out to be um and i think he's <laughs> 
sorry, Dad. I think he's a little bit more of a pussy than my mom is. <laughs> um, he's just like, I don't know, he always like is checking in on me. Like, if I don't call like once a week, he'll like call me. You know, like it's never really my mom, but you know, most of the time my mom is there with him. Um, and he's like, oh, I was just thinking about you, wondering how you're doing. I'm like, I'm alive. He's like, that's good. <laughs> that's it. But my mom, um, I think she's much more uh, capable of like communicating and understanding feelings. Whereas my dad, he's a lot more of a black and white person. You know, my mom really gets like the middle ground of things, which um, I think I'm much more of a like in the gray area kind of person. Like there's like there's like both sides to every story, guys. Like let's hear people out. Um, where my dad's like, yeah. you know, like very straightforward with everything. Did they come over together? No. So my dad's been here since he was 18, 19 years old. Um, unfortunately, his dad had passed like when he was 18 um, in a car crash. And um, he had already been planning to come to the States. So he kind of came out to the States on his own. But he had siblings here already, like going to school and stuff. Um, so he's been here since he was 18. And that makes, what, 30-something years. And my mom's been here 25 or 26 years. I'm 23. Yeah, I'd say 26 years. But they met here? No, they met back in Nigeria. So my dad's older sister is friends with my mom's older sister or something. And that's how they met. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah so it's nice. Did he have that... Um sort of shock thing when he got here because he grew up in Nigeria like I'm sure he did color wasn't like a big right like thing. I'm, I'm sure he did but um again like because my dad and relationship is so it. it's just like there are certain things that like you think would come up in conversation but haven't always right like his experience coming here he's not most forthwith when it comes to telling about it you know uh, you know what I get that now yeah. I remember growing up as a kid and people would say we just don't talk about that in our family mm-hmm. and I was like what do you mean yeah, yeah. and the more and more I've gotten older I'm like there's just certain things you don't you're just not ready to or it's mm-hmm. does, it's not comfortable enough for you or I don't I, I'm amazed I used to judge it and we're now mm-hmm. I'm like no yeah no. because it's it's funny I like Growing up, I was, like, not an emotional kid, but I felt like I had this lack of emotional connection with my father, and I'd just, like, talk to him and be like, yo, like, why doesn't he say things like, I love you, you know, like, yeah. some shit like that, or, like, um, why does he ignore me when I talk to him, and, um, or, like, why doesn't he listen when I talk, you know, like, just, like, hear, not listen, but, like, hear what I say, you know, like, it's, like, because of the culture that he grew up in, like, you don't have that relationship with your parents, like, you don't talk back, you don't have an opinion, um, like, you you do what you're told to do, you know? So, like, I think my dad was, like, very much trying to adjust in, like, me being his first kid, like, his first son. Um, like, how he communicates with his offspring, yeah. right? Like, my brother and my dad, I think, like, talk a lot more um, candidly than my dad and I used to. And then my sister, who's, my, my brother's 19, my sister's 13, um, I think each kid has had like a closer relationship with my dad or like a more understanding of how to yeah. talk with him. And I think it's given space for him and I to get closer too. So that's a good thing too. But, um, also you only know what you know, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but as far as that traditionalness applies to my relationship, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, the expectations are like for me to marry a Nigerian girl and not just any Nigerian girl, specifically Igbo, which is like the tribe that we're from, you know, um, and the tribes are like based on language. Um, I'm not, not saying I couldn't marry a Nigerian girl. I couldn't let someone choose my life for me that way. You know, like, um, going back to what I said before about, like, every step of my life has, like, been kind of, like, breaking out of this, like, expectations mold. Like, early on it was music, and then I got into dating and, like, just, like, the idea of, like, being yeah. with people, um, going out and shit, um, coming to college. Like, I used to be a human phys major. I was on the track to be, like, pre-med and everything, and, like, I just really wasn't fucking with that. And it took a lot for me to express that to my parents and say, hey, I got to do something different. Like They loved the thought that you were going to do med. Yeah. Like the expectation is like lawyer, medicine, um, engineering, like that. One of the three. My brother wants to be a doctor though. So like they got their... They got their doctor. Shout out Matthew. Thank you, Matthew. Um, so yeah. Uh, but now like when it comes to this point in my life, you know, I'm a professional. Um, I'm, an adult, I'm living on my own. Like the only thing my parents pay for me still is my phone bill. Um, and mom, dad, if you're listening, like... Thank you. Um, <laughs> um, I I'm now to the point where it's like okay, the next like big juncture, the next big juncture in my life with my parents is um, figuring out like what the rest of my life is gonna be like, you know. And the biggest thing in that is like who am I gonna spend it with? So when it comes to marriage, they want me to get married to someone who shares the same cultural values, of course, that I have or that my family has, and like I see the value in that totally. But um. So how did they feel when... Cherish. Yeah. So they were chill at first. Um, my parents. 
Were they and really chill, or they were like? So they always been like just chill, you know, okay. like yeah, because it was never serious. And the relationships have never been that serious, you know. It's just like, oh, hey, this is like going dating, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, like before that, yeah, before I was twenty, like oh, I'd, the I'd, high schools, yeah, and high schools, and like grow random things in college. Like, I was just like whatever. But then like Cherish came into my life, and like I, we were dating for I think like two or three months before I told my parents about her, and then um, they're like, oh, she's beautiful, like she's a nice person, she seems cool. Um, so you brought her over no nah, they... no so it was like spring break and I was like hey guys like back from school like I'm in a relationship now and they asked about her showed them a picture like told them about her they're like that's nice um, <laughs> like you know the conversations never really get that much deeper yeah than that, yeah you know? um, I go back to school do my thing um, junior year me and her get were you nervous though yeah I'm always nervous to like tell my parents about like personal things like that you know yeah um, but towards the end of my junior year, Cherish and I went to New York, um, for a school trip, which is like something that our university does for the advertising program. And, um, I brought her to Portland, you know, visit my family cause we were going to fly out of Portland. And, um, I think my parents got a bad taste in their mouths about her because, you know, she's kind of, um, she's not an aggressive person, but she's louder than me, you know? And I think my parents saw that as her, like trying to put me in my place or something or like trying to like, um, trying to, trying to just like be commanding or whatever but like that's really not the case i think my parents just misinterpreted the whole situation um and also like it was one of the very few times they've ever really seen me in a space with someone that i'm emotionally involved with like that. was it a dinner or we went out we went out for like a dinner it was like a late lunch kind of thing and i think like was she nervous i i don't doubt it i yeah i would be i was nervous when i met her parents the first time um yeah so i think like like that like there was a minor transgression or something. I didn't notice it. My parents felt like she wasn't um, the most respectful or some shit or like said just like some petty shit. I don't know. Did you have um, to prep her for anything? Like I just you... told her like yeah like my parents are pretty strict like they're pretty like um, they're pretty traditional and shit. But like I didn't expect her not to be able to handle it because her parents are like very much the same. Just from two different countries is really it. Like her parents expect the same thing of her. Not as much like marrying a Chinese guy. But, like, um, marrying somebody who's, like, very strong in the Christian faith. Um, and that's something that, like, obviously was hard for me to, um, own up to and just, like, say, like, hey, like, I'm not entirely there yet, but, like, I'll try. Like, I'm doing my thing. Like, I'm still figuring out life. Like, I'm only 23. Nothing's permanent. Um, I'm not going to be the same person I am today. I will be two years from now, five years from now, ten years from now. So, like, just give us a chance. Um, but, yeah, I think... Cherish is fighting a losing battle and that like you know she's not Nigerian Eba. Um so she could never really win them fully over I don't, any yeah I don't, I, don't, I don't think so you know truthfully I don't think so um, not to say like, not to say that because I'm sure if you I'm sure time time was, right and know? like I thought time would too but like <laughs> <laughs> um, I think like you know like when people are just like so in their own way of doing things like it's hard to get them to think or do things a different way. Well, I also would say I would find it hard because I would really, really want my parents to truly explain why it's so important. I, I, I think I've had many a conversation in which like they've tried to explain that to me and I've understood it. Um, what only, do they say? Only to a certain degree. It's just like... Um, all right, so actually, here, how about this example? I actually yeah. had a conversation with one of my cousins recently um when i was back home in nigeria he lives in the states um he lives in atlanta um and i was just telling him about like how my relationship's going with my girl and everything and like how my parents are like um yo like you need to like marry a nigerian girl and stuff and he's like yo i hear that i hear that and he's like i actually like want to make sure like i end up marrying a nigerian girl too and i'm like that's cool and like i'm not saying like i, I never will but like currently i'm like in this relationship and i just want to be supported by my family and that's all i'm asking for you know i'm not saying i'm never going to do what you're asking me to do but like i don't see any value in not um holistically working together to make whatever i'm doing right now as best as it possibly can be um and he was telling me like yo like so my dad his dad um chiso's dad my cousin's dad was like one of four brothers and three sisters like they had seven his roommate had seven kids but i'm um, growing up um there's just some vindictive people out there and they wanted to eliminate his family's bloodline and like i think they tried to they tried to poison all the sons right so like his dad's three brothers were all poisoned and killed his dad also was poisoned but survived um 
And so my cousin and his older brother and his younger brother are like the last of their family, right? So he feels a responsibility to continue to carry on the their bloodline. family's bloodline, right? And everything. Um, not just the bloodline, but the name, yeah. you know, their last name. See, that's no joke. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So there's a lot of pressure on him, right? And yeah. like, he doesn't feel the pressure in a negative way. He feels, um, he feels like a strong responsibility in a, in a positive way to like. Proud. Or, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. To just like carry his name on. I think that's a beautiful thing too. And I too want to like continue my my family's legacy or whatever um but like for him it's like i have to do it in a certain way so that it properly continues right properly and that's very um subjective you know yeah. like what's proper to him is not proper to someone else like it's everyone has their own like interpretation of how they want their lives to be but um he was like who am i to discontinue my family's legacy um by marrying outside of our culture um like it, it's my responsibility to like continue it Right, and I'm like, that's a beautiful thing. That's really good. And like, interestingly enough, like my family is not at all like that. My last name is very like. There's a I have a lot of cousins. Um, oh, <laughs> like yeah. a lot. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> the all bloodline of them. ain't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. But um, at the same time, like my my responsibility is that like my dad, he was like the golden child of the family. So like, he's the most one of the most important people. Um, like that's been one of the most important people in the comp or not company, excuse me, in the compound, in the family, in the culture, in the community. This is the word I was looking for. He's one of the most important people in the community back there, and so for his first son to like not be following like the we'll just call it like the the traditional. traditional royal bloodline family shit. Like it's um it throw everyone back home for a spin, and like one of my aunts as I was leaving last time, she like approached me like this was literally in the minutes I was like loading up in the car to like go to the airport um she was like rex like promise me one thing like you no go marry a girl from over there like don't marry a girl from outside of this country and i was like auntie like i'm i mean like i hear you you know like i i i have a very hard time not pleasing people mm -hmm. um so i can tell her no but at the same time like i knew i wouldn't be true to myself if i like told her yes because i'm very invested in the relationship right now you know um and i just don't like being like fucking boxed in you know like I feel like I've always been boxed in my entire life and like, maybe I, like this is my like moment of rebellion like I'm an adult like all that shit but like it's not that <laughs> it's not that serious I just like I, I appreciate having my own path to make you know what I'm saying like I just want to I just want things to flow in the direction that they should flow and I don't want anything to be forced unless I'm forcing it you know like the only push should be positive pushes and like I don't want to have um I mean, like, maybe maybe pushing this relationship out of my life is a positive thing in retrospect, but, like, right now, like, it feels mad negative to me. Like, I don't want to deal with that emotional stress. I love this girl. Like, I'm trying to I'm trying to make something of this, you know? Like, I see, a, I, see, I see a potential future. Otherwise, like, I wouldn't have been doing this shit for three years. I'd be wasting time. <laughs> no, yeah, I... While you were talking, I do find that, like, over the... I'm only 30, so, like, I'm... Feel like what I'm gonna say sounds like I'm 80 and I've lived all my life. I, I too am an old soul. Yeah, <laughs> but it's amazing how every few years it like the importance of family changes. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I moved away when I was 21. Mm -hmm. I was good to go. Yeah. I'm like, like goodbye. Oh yeah, I moved yeah. out. Of, I mean, I have no family in America. Yeah. Um, I've created kind of like family mm -hmm. units, but and it was hard for a little while, but but ultimately. I wanted to get away. Like my dad always sort of teases me. He's mm -hmm. like, if it gets rough, yeah, you, come back. Essie's out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, and every time I go back to Australia, mm -hmm. I um, always wonder if it will be like the moment where I'm like, am I ready? Am I ready now to mm -hmm. come back? And it hasn't quite happened yet, but I did find that when I was home last time, my auntie's quite mm -hmm. sick and my mum is a, uh, you know, really her, like, trusted person, helping her through it. And my dad was having a little bit of a, just, like, a rough month. Mm -hmm. um, and I've never felt more, um, kind of, felt that family was important, mm -hmm. as important as when I went home last mm -hmm. time. And that was just so nice to feel. Because I think maybe in your 20s, or mm -hmm. everyone's going to be different, but... Yeah. I also, my parents got divorced when I was seven, seven, and went, we went week, week mm -hmm. to each other. We had to, we got used to being away from yeah, each other, yeah. and then I went to boarding school, so I'm like, I really, I'm like, I 
that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really lovely moment to be like, I, I do want to support my mum. I, like, mm-hmm. I was bummed that I didn't have my own apartment and I couldn't be like, mum, come over and I'll cook you dinner. Mm-hmm. Like, cause yeah. I'm at an age now that that's right. what I would want to do mm-hmm. if I lived there. Yeah. Um, so I would, it would be, it's going to be interesting over time. What, how you feel about all this. And, but I do totally get your point of like, cool, just let me take that time and I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Don't, yeah, don't I, box me in and yeah. be like, these are the requirements. Yeah, yeah. Um, Otherwise I'm just going to freaking rebel, rebel. Yeah, and then and nothing I don't good wanna, will come yeah, out of that. And I'm not a rebel. Like I don't, I don't mean to, um, actively find ways to spite my family and like our traditions. Um, I just so happen to be in a situation where the girl that I'm in love with right now is, doesn't fit the bill for her. The majority of the people in my family. Did they? Did your family over in Nigeria? Did they ask about her and stuff, or was it just sort of like? Um, I had a few cousins that are around my age that did because like I have a much more communal like relationship right. with them, and like we're on the internet, like they see my pictures and stuff. But um, no like older family members asked about my relationship. They were just saying like, I hope you're like looking around here for like woman to marry, um, and shit. And I'm just like, yo. <laughs> Chill, <laughs> like, chill, 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 chill. That's that's enough. I did it. It's like no, I um, yeah, no. Please don't. In, like, in Nigeria, what's the average age where people get married? Oh, man, I I don't know. The like for men, maybe like late twenties or something. I don't know. All my cousins that were getting married just now were like thirty. So like pretty standard. Yeah, twenty. Like I'd say probably the same average here. I I don't think I want to get married till I'm thirty ish. Um, but at the same time, I'm like yo, like. If, like, this cultural difference thing is, like, going to be that big of a deal for me and, like, cherish or, like, whomever in the future, if it's not her, like, maybe I'll just, like, find somebody that'll be, like, a soulmate or something. Like, I've talked about it with her before, like, I don't know, it's stupid, it's crazy. Like, we both want to, like, do that thing, you know, like, that traditional, like, thing and, like, forever be connected in that way, um, if not with one another, with someone, um... So, like, I don't know. It's just a frivolous thought. It's not real. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know what yeah. you mean. It's more just, like, when something gets too complicated, uh-huh. you're like, maybe I don't need this in yeah, my life. maybe I don't. Mm-hmm. So what happened with her parents? Um, they weren't very supportive at first. Um, they were, like... I think it, was, it wasn't... It wasn't much about race as it was about just wanting her to be with them. You know what I'm saying? They, I think they kind of... I think they were more threatened by... Um, the potential of her not being in Singapore anymore. Falling in love with someone overseas yeah. and, mm-hmm. not coming and not coming home. home. Yeah, I think that's what, uh, at first though, it felt it was like a lot more of a race thing. Um, but since then, my, par- my parents, her parents, I wish my parents, but her parents have come to like accept, appreciate, and like support our relationship quite well. Um, super thankful for. Um, yeah, her parents are chill. Did you just presume it was a race thing at the start? Yeah, no, I mean, the... like, there were there were certain things that were said that, like, um, made it somewhat of a race thing. Yeah. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, looking back at it, like, the real reason that it manifested that way, itself that way, was because they want her to come back home, home eventually. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Which is, like, understandable. Um, it hurt in the moment, but, like, we, we got over it. Like, yeah, it's cool now. Does she want to go? Oh, you did she say she kind of does. She wants to go yeah. bad, and she's always homesick, and that's what, another thing that's tough about this long-distance relationship. Portland doesn't really um, provide her with much other than, like, a couple friends that she has in work. Um, not having the relationship. Not a big cultural hub. Of... Not a big cultural hub of shit. Like, it's a, it's like a, it's a blossoming city, but it ain't, like, a popping flower yet, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, and, like, her being so in tune with, like, her traditional Chinese foods or Singaporean foods, whatever, like, um, access to that kind of shit isn't as great in Portland as it would be if she was out here in New York but at the same time like because she's in this long distance relationship um and she like wants to be here in the states for the moment kind of like um she's kind of required to be there and not being in the same place in the relationship makes being in Portland that much more of a drag for her right um and I think that like intensifies the feeling of homesickness for her um Whereas, like, if we were in the same place, maybe it wouldn't be as bad for her to be here in the States. She really, really loves her family. Um, I think she is closer with her family than I am with my own. Um, And that's not to say that I'm not close with mine, but, like, I've never seen someone so enamored by, like, just the simple day-to-day things about their family, you Mm know? Um, It's really a beautiful thing. Um, I wish that I could feel this certain, that way about things um, that she does about her family and her faith. Um, I don't know. I think my worst quality is apathy. I just tend to not care as much. 
um, as you can probably tell with how I'm talking about everything. <laughs> no, it's fine, because um, right? it sounds like you actually have a lot of empathy. I, I'd say I have empathy, but, like, at the same time, like, at the end of the day, it's just like, yo, if it's, like, that much stress, it's probably just not worth it, you know? Sometimes I'm like that, but other times, like, I'll push myself to do things. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate her and what she wants, and I understand, like, her need for being with her family. Um, it places a lot of stress on the relationship and a lot of... Um, expectations um but like i don't know it's funny it sounds like you've always had expectations and yeah pressure. it's uh, like this as, is like your comfort zone dude uh, uh, <laughs> as uncomfortable as it as yeah it is, it's it funny is, isn't it it is yeah um and like i don't know am i like purposely putting myself in situations where i just have to be uncomfortable and like work to, to work through things or am i just like perpetually always having to deal with this kind of stuff like be in my out of no like, matter who it yeah, is no matter, anyway no matter what no matter what yeah, yeah yeah you're like this is kind of what i've always dealt with yeah, anyway yeah. it's interesting though how like it's changed so dramatically that like back in the parents day was you married you know you you married someone that was similar to you because that's who, who you had commonality mm-hmm. with but in some sense you have more in common with your girlfriend now mm-hmm. than you would with a Nigerian girl back at home. Yeah, You've never yeah. lived there. Mm-hmm. It's not really your... I've had that thought exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, a cousin of mine that did get married recently um, to a girl from back home. Um, it was like something small, but um, we were watching Rick and Morty back in the village. Like My brother downloaded a couple episodes, and um, obviously like she had no idea what it is because like, they don't have like, cable back there and stuff. So like the humor within the show is something that I really identify with. I love Rick and Morty. Um, but it wasn't something that she really got. And I'm sure, like, over time, like, she would understand. But um, sometimes it's just, like, damn, like, the difference is, like, a lot more than I would have expected, um, despite being so much alike, you know, because of blood or whatever, like, nationality. Um, and obviously, like, with Cherish, like, there are things that, like, we don't share as far as it pertains like how we grew up and stuff you know like experiences um but like i think because singapore is a lot more like america than nigeria is it gives it because it's a little bit more in common than i would with um a nigerian girl that's 23 years old right yeah yeah do you enjoy going back to nigeria though like um i enjoy it for like the cultural i do enjoy it for, like, the cultural resonance that it gives me. Um, it, I always say that it serves, like, a really good reset for me. You know, like, you kind of just get, like, in this in this um, bubble here in the States. You know, like, you don't really realize how much bigger the world is and how much, like, more to life there is and how, like, lucky I am to be where I am. You know, like, it really makes me thankful for, like... Because I could, like, my, my dad could have easily not have been a successful guy. He could have just been another Nigerian guy and I could just be, like on the side of the street selling bananas you know like that could be my life but like i'm not i'm out here like i've been blessed enough to like go to private school like from kindergarten through 12th grade um, had college paid for you know and like now i'm paying for my own apartment and everything in new york like i'm a very lucky blessed person and i'm very how are you seen in nigeria this guy that lives in new york who um, went to private school and I, I don't think like all those like you details Michael like i mean um, you're kind of a bit of a pop star or Mm, I don't know. Everyone can tell I'm American. And then also, yeah, like, there's... Also, time, like, dressing differently. Like dressing so. differently. And, like, people will say, like, you don't have African skin. You know, like, you don't... You're not spending time in the sun. Like, you... Oh, you're, you're, you have, you like, know, a lighter complexion? Much, much, like, not just a lighter complexion, but, like, there are people with light complexions back there, but you can tell that, like, they've been in the sun. sun you know, yeah. they're sun-kissed. I've been in grey-ass fucking New York <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the past six months. And Portland. <laughs> yeah. And Portland, right? <laughs> and I work in an office. I don't work on, on like, outside. Yeah. Like so most people do out there, right? Um, so yeah, I'm I'm like very obviously not Nig- not um, I'm Nigerian, but like I'm not fucking domestic. There we go. I'm not I'm not a domestic product. I'm I'm, I'm I come from overseas. Um, what was the initial question again? This is more like how you view. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, I'm viewed as the American. Yeah. Um, people ask me for things, you know, money, computers, phones. Um, clothes a lot of the time um, which is like something I can definitely give money used to not be a thing that I could give but now that I work I can um, computers and phones a lot more difficult yeah. <laughs> um, New York's not cheap <laughs> so yeah but like giving back is a big thing 
for us when we go. Um, but yeah, people treat me with respect. Um, they kind of like walk gingerly around me. You know, they don't want to like overstep. Mm. Um, but at the same time, they like want to have like intimate interactions so that they like, in the event that like they need something from me in the future, like I, I need to be able to help them somehow. Like I'm not saying they need something from me. Like they're going to ask me like and beg or whatever because like that's what they do. No, it's more like as family, like we, yeah. we support one another, you know, and like to be able to really know who is family and who you should support and for what reasons you have to like cultivate that relationship and through the interactions that I have with them. From, um, from my learning of like reading books, mm-hmm. basically though, is like if, if you can provide and help your family, you do, mm-hmm. right? So if you are, if you are more successful, then that is actually a, a sort of a given yeah. that you will, if anything mm-hmm. happens with right. your larger family, yeah. You will get a, probably a phone call. And, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, one of my uncles sat me down, um, and mind you, like conversation is not something that like happens all the time with like my family back then. Like, like we don't like I've, at least before this past trip, I've never like been sat down to talk. Like I've never been approached like that by my auntie before. And then like right now with my uncle, he like sat me down for a second. He's like, hey, like you know, like, this is your home and everything, and like understand that like when you grow and like as time passes, like you're gonna be. Um, the person responsible for a lot of the things here, you know, like helping take care and like, um, just like executively like manage the community and stuff, you know, like know who, know who like owns what stores and stuff, like who places, who, who has what value to the community, like who's doing what. So like things continue to be fair and like people get supported and stuff so that we can continue to grow our community and like be successful. He's like, Nigeria is not that great of a place, you know, like it's hard, like it's not easy to live here, but like we appreciate the support that you guys give us and stuff, which was, like, very um, emotional and eye-opening for me. Like, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, it gives me that heart reset. You, like, realize how much more yeah. to the world there is than just you. Because, like, I live in New York. Like, none of my family's here. Like, I'm just doing my, you know, like, it's it's a very American thing to just be super personal and, like, focus on yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think I've been living my best American life um, while being out here. And going back was a really good, like... Yo, it's more than just you. Like, living life is more than just living life for yourself. Does how... I mean, that's a lot of pressure than, I guess... Let's talk about, you know, the American the life mm-hmm. normally would have, right? Yeah. And so, the more successful you are, um, the more you'll probably give back and da 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 mm-hmm. And I would presume that that would be a very... Like... I imagine if I married someone that was mm. in that situation, I'd be like, hang on, what are you giving yeah. our money away mm. for? Like, well, how are we, giving, well, are we sending our kids to freaking no, college? It's actually funny because... Because it's such a cultural difference. Right, no, but that, that's the thing, like, Cherish's culture is the exact same, right? Right. Like, and she was the first one to bring it up to me. She's like, yo, like, once I graduate, like, as soon as I get a job, I'm going to be sending money back to my parents. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Like... Uh, no, I'm, I, I, I just fucking finished, like, I can't, I, I just started, not even that I just finished school, like, I just started, like, my career, like, I can't be expected to start sending money back to my parents, yeah, like, they're not expecting, my parents don't need my help, her parents may need a little bit more help than, um, my parents would, um, and, like, but she, like, very well laid out the, her expectations post-school as, like, yo, I gotta get back to my, my community, you know, like, my parents expect me like it's a thing in our in our Asian culture in her Chinese culture to like give back to your parents like so much of your paycheck um when when you're an adult you know like that's just what it is I'm like yo like that's cool and all but like uh I'm not really trying to do that right now all right because I just don't have the money but then she's like think about it this way like if you don't start now like it doesn't have to be like 10% of your paycheck it can be like 0.5 but like if as long as you're doing it like and you're honoring that the responsibility that's okay you know you it's got to be something Right, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, and then you like, go away and have this conversation with your uncle. Yeah, yeah, and I bet it would have been nice when you came back and talked to her about it. Yeah, she yeah, knew exactly she gets it. what she you gets were it. talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. And like, that's that's the thing. Like, as culturally different as we are, like, truthfully, the difference is the name and location. You know, as far as the values right. go, they're 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 synonymous. They're parallel. You know, and yet, sort of your parents see, see it, it as way. like this huge. Yeah, and like difference. that's that's what it is. Like it's it's all that it's the surface. You know, like yeah. it's just it's the same present, just wrapped up in a different you know box. But I have to say yeah. though, I do. I mean, I feel like 
I do understand your parents being like, it is going to be a lot easier if you marry a Nigerian woman Mm, and who understands this and Mm -hmm. can help you even understand the country and the culture and stuff Mm -hmm. because you're going to have responsibility. Like, Mm -hmm. from their point of view, all right. But it's what also is fascinating is that um, it's only really, really recently, says this book that I read, that love and marriage and stuff was purely about just... I dig you. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, about yeah. family and it yeah. was about responsibility and it was mm-hmm. about providing and, and probably definitely in your parents' generation mm-hmm. that exactly what it was. So we're in this new world of this mm-hmm. new concept of like, uh-uh, I can marry whoever I want, mm-hmm. male, female, whatever, yeah. um, and whatever culture, whatever mm-hmm. religion, because I love them yeah. and this is what's going to make it work. But that comes with its own... Mm-hmm. set of expectations it, and, and, issues and issues and, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. complications yeah. as well. It's funny, my dad uses the exact same words. He's like, Rex, like, getting married is more, is about more than just love. And I'm like, okay, duh, like, yeah, I get it, dad. Like, duh. <laughs> but like, it is more than just about like, loving a person, you know? And like, I think that Cherish and I's relationship is about a lot more than just loving one right. another, you know? Like, we share a lot in our trials, tribulations, successes, and like, just overall everything you know like um i don't know like it it it, it seems simple as complicated as it is you know like like i think that's thank goodness of just that pure that love bit though because Mm -hmm. that's what at least that can be the simple part you know you like yeah you know Yeah, yeah 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 like love is love is a lot more simple than people make it out to be it doesn't need to be as complicated as it's been it's just all the other yeah, stuff, it's though. It's just all the other stuff. And, you know, but that, that's what comes with it. Are you finding, are you sort of enjoying, though, learning all this stuff, though? Um, uh, is enjoying, enjoying the bad words? Am I enjoying I mean, learning all this? Are you're a strategist. Yeah. You, it's all about culture and understanding people mm-hmm. and, like, I don't know, you're learning a lot mm-hmm. through this whole process. Yeah. Do you feel like you're growing? or? I definitely you... feel like I'm growing. Um... I, I'm trying to like think of a good analogy. Um, if growth is um, linear, I don't think that um, I'm getting closer to a goal, but I think I'm like getting more. Um, like the the width of the line is widening. You know, there's more to it. You know, um, there's more like there's different intricacies to my growth that are being accomplished and grabbed onto as I like try and reach that goal I kind of feel like I'm hitting this glass ceiling right now um and that might be because of the distance I I I, um sorry excuse me um yeah I feel like I'm growing but I I just like keep hitting you keep hitting there's like there's so many walls so many barriers so many hurdles to get over um it's also that hard thing of like all right so Life is hard. There's mm-hmm. always going to be challenges. Yep. So is this challenge worth it or is this challenge not worth mm-hmm. it? And mm-hmm. I don't know how at all ever to answer that question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's, I, think, I think everyone has that trouble. Um, I don't have the answer, but at the same time, like my, 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 my motto right now is like just not to worry about it too much because you're going to end up not enjoying it. Right. Yeah. And You're in it, so yeah, enjoy I mean, it. Yeah, that's, yeah. What that's what I'm really trying to do. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to like moments of strife, I'm just like, sometimes you have to take a step back and look at it for what it's worth and understand that, like, yes, this is a little troublesome right now, but, like, I love her and it's worth it. Yeah. And that's a pretty good spot to leave it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. That's fine. Hour of Love is produced by S.E. Czar, Grace Taylor, and Nancy Pappas, with sound editing and theme music by Jimmy Linville. Always a special thanks to our guests who are willing to share their intimate stories.